What's up, everybody? It's the boy D. Reed. Welcome to another episode podcast of Cuts, Convo, and Coffee, along with my beautiful ride or die, Tier Marie. Give it up for Tier Marie. Man, so much, so much to talk about, man. I mean, goodness gracious, man. There's a lot going on. How y'all doing out there in Custom Convo and Coffee? Welcome to episode, what is it? Five. Five. Five? Ep- Already? We on five. Episode five, man. So shout out to Facebook Live. We are back at Facebook Live, which I like fe- Facebook Live. I ain't trying to be biased, but, you know, we do Instagram Live, Facebook Live. Um, which one? I like Facebook Live because Facebook, um... It's uh, it's like our age group or something. I don't know. It's like more of our people on there. You know, you got the young people. We got a lot of young fans that watch Cuts Convo on Coffee that be hitting us up after the show. But Facebook is like our crew. It's kind of like the, you know what I mean? In my in my era, you know what I mean? Do y'all feel that way? I do. I feel that way. It's kind of like the 90s. Like, you know what I mean? So shout out to all y'all watching the Facebook Live, especially y'all 90s, baby, with that good music, them good shows that we miss. You know what I mean? You know, we had to dance. But you know what? I will say this. The young people... Say what you want about how they act on something. We always talk a negative, but they are coming up with the new trends for us, these dances. I know. Oh, my God. So, I mean, we had our dances, you know, of course, you know, the Running Man, Cabbage Patch, and all the stuff, and we were known for that. But let me tell you, I think we might have lost the title. I think, I think we, I don't know, y'all, y'all, my age, let me know, man, have we lost the title when it comes down to, you know, these young people and what they doing, like, far as the dances? Like, you watch TikTok? I'm on TikTok. <laughs> Y'all like TikTok? I feel like you can't beat them, join them. Yeah, yeah, because they doing this and this and then, boy, I, I'm like, yo, it's just they got this swag to them, man. I, I love it. So, listen, man, let, let, let me know if we still got it, man. Look, can we get one of our older people to do a new dance or something to add to electric slide or something? You know what? You know what? See, that's what happens when you do the, the show with the young people and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. And um, and this is Cuts Combo on Coffee, where we keep it all the way 100. It's what you hear and, you know, what people are saying behind the closed doors of the shop. Tier has worked in all shops from, you know, I mean, the high end shops to, and I hate to say low end shops, but, you know, you know, certain shops is like budget shops, you know what I mean? And I have worked in own um, high end shops and, you know, even low budget shops, you know, where I even started. And so I get to hear with, and plus there's a salon and a barber shop. Yeah. So I, I had get the men's spa. Yeah. I don't think people was ready for that though in Delaware. In 2006, I opened up His Image Men's Spa. And what it was, was it was a barber shop. For those who didn't know about this, it was a barber shop and it was a spa for men because men were. I don't even like the word metrosexual, but they was more so taking care of their nails. Yeah. Isn't that more taking care of your nails and taking care of your um your toes and stuff? Like, I don't want to cut my own toenails. I really don't. You know what I mean? I mean, Key, I got to, you know, hey, you know, she tried to avoid it, but you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> but I want, I would like a woman to um, do my nails and cut my toenails. So I wanted that for men and also to give gift cards for men, you know, for oh, baskets so and stuff. Nice. So I had this beautiful, beautiful shop, needless to say, um, called His Image Barber Lounge. And, um, you know, it was for men to come and get their hair cut, but also get manicure service, um, pedicure service, massage, or massage room. Oh, my God. It was so nice. And women was doing the services as far as that. And the barbers was more so men. Right now, of course, we got women barber. Hence, you know what I mean? Which I love. And um, at the time, I didn't think I'd be cutting hair. I would just shampoo and freeze on Was a shampoo girl. 
that. Make it three hundred dollars and eighty dollars on a Saturday. By the time twelve o'clock. By the time twelve o'clock. And um, it was just a beautiful idea. So maybe we have revisited that idea for as a, a men's spa. Let me know if y'all y'all ready for another men's spa, fellas. Uh, even women, you want to send your man somewhere so you don't have to worry about cutting his toenails and his fingernails and stuff like that. You know what I mean? For real, cause that's what we do. You know, they get the um the spa treatment. But it was just a dope idea. And like Tierney said in the beginning. I don't think we was, I don't think Delaware, the state where I'm from, was really ready for it. Cause we just hit them. You know, we came from, we started from here and said, we're gonna have a men's spa and this is gonna be dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we didn't have all bells and whistles. We had gift cards. Um, like smell good. Smell good. 50 inch TVs, the sofa with the fireplace. Oh, I oh, decked like, it out like, for them. Yeah, yeah. 2006. Yeah. So, and then I was just, I'm gonna be honest, and this is one of those things where I didn't feel like I failed or anything. I just felt that it, it hurt me a little bit to have to shut that down and just, let me go ahead and just do the regular little barbershop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I just felt like, ah, oh, you know, because I really wanted men to take to this and know the importance of this. And let me tell you who really championed it. And I have to tell Pastor D. Pastor D, shout out to Pastor D. I haven't seen Pastor D in a while. I try to call and text him. Look like he got a new barber or something right now because I'm off. That's <laughs> gonna change when I come back, brother. Let me get the camera. Let him know it's gonna change. Uh, but I see, but Pastor D championed because I was um in my barber shop at the time, and I said I want to do something nice for the men. I wanted to have a, a, a day spa or something. And we used to talk back and forth. And he said, D, you should do that because we need that. You know, get them to elevate their mind. Maybe they start dressing better. And it's, it's not even just about the look, but it's also about um, care and taking care of yourself. Like so men important. need to take, you know how many men got ingrown toenails? You know what I mean? Just because, yeah. that's right, your toes hurting in them socks. Don't act like your toes ain't hurting in them socks because I've been there. Be an infection. I, yeah, because that toenail grow back and then go back in your skin. I don't want to go through deep. But listen, ladies, if your man got in girl toenail act like he don't want to cut his nails, listen, encourage me to go ahead and open up another day spa. <laughs> and I want you guys to support it. Yeah. You know, I want you guys to support that. Um, I believe in Delaware. Uh, I've been in Delaware all my life and I just wanted to do something that you know that we could say we got and we bragging on it you know what Absolutely. i mean I, I like to put our state on um on top i think we were called the small wonder state but in my idea in my mind i want to make it a small wonderful state and that's how i feel so you okay. know what i mean what do you think about that Whatever you, want to do, I'll and, you know and that wasn't even on <laughs> that wasn't even on the list though but again man so the days follow up it's pretty dope, man. I think we have to do that again. So let me know what y'all think, man. And I'm always trying to bring new businesses or something to um, the state I'm from. And hey, we can do it. Let's rock out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I want to shout out to um, YouTube. Um, also, Anchor. Anchor is um, our podcast. You can catch us on, on Spotify. Uh, it's the audio. So after the show, if you missed the show or somebody wants to see the, or hear the show, you can go on to Spotify and pull up Cuts Convo Coffee and you'll see the episode. And this is episode five. It'll have a title and all that stuff on it. So Spotify, Anchor, uh, make sure you download. One thing about Anchor, if you download, um, you can actually support our uh, podcast by um, donating money. And it's not even a lot. It may be like a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you can do to donate to help to keep the show rocking out. You know what I mean? We need y'all help to help to keep Cuts Convo and Coffee rocking. So we got a lot to talk about today. I want to talk about some things. Um, but first of all, how was your Mother's Day, Tier Marie? We just had Mother's Day. Shout out to all the mothers, man. Who Mother's Day this year? What you do for Mother's Day? I got up. I made some breakfast for the family. You know, made some cinnamon, some banana pancakes. Let me tell you about them pancakes. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Now, this wasn't my day, but I got to, you know, partake in the festivities. <laughs> the boys was a 
first one at the table. I was first with the boy and the, <laughs> the boys were the first one at the table. So Kato and uh, Caspian was right at the table. Yeah. I said, man, we're set this up. It was Mother's Day uh, breakfast, so I appreciate you doing it. That was good. Yeah. Those cinnamon, um, not just a cinnamon roll. I think we had cinnamon in the pancakes too. Yeah, a little touch. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, we had a couple that we had left over, and um, we wrapped them up in a little aluminum foil. But I know your mom went right to them and got to them the next oh, day. Mama. So she, I don't know about. I'm not a big leftover guy, but those were worth the leftover. You hear what I'm telling you? They were worth it. I was like, man, those pancakes were real good. So I enjoyed that. So so Mother's Day, you cook breakfast. Anything else did you do? I mean, this you're being a young mother. You're doing an awesome job, and you got your son. Best. I'm not gonna interview you now. You parties, you know, we're on the same team, so you know. But um, yeah, I, you know, not just spend some time with myself. I love doing that. Went to go walk in the park. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you end up cooking. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's what I did for Mother's Day. Yeah. So uh, let's say we um, so Tierney cooked breakfast and I actually cooked dinner. Um, the thing I cooked dinner for all the ladies because we got like one, two, we got three mothers in our household right now, right? Three. And I said, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and cook for them. Now on this end, Kayla, my youngest daughter, who is not a mother actually partake in the festivities too and it wasn't even about her so <laughs> she, she was the first one at the table that came to dinner um and she also got the leftovers so shout out to all the mothers of my household and also to kayla from you know what i mean coming in freeloading yes. off um off the dinners you know what i mean so <laughs> and then we got lit so listen oh my god so I don't know what happened after that. So after that, we had a couple of wine. We, we we are wine drinkers, man. If y'all can see this wall, those I'm a sipper. I don't drink. Okay, you're a sipper. <laughs> so anyway, so <laughs> yo, Teddy buys all the wines. <laughs> Terry buys the wine. So we got a whole wall full of wine. I, I think as the years come, it's just going to increase. <laughs> you know what? Let's just do another wall of wine. <laughs> Ain't going to be no pitch. So we are wine drinkers. We just like good wine. Um, sweet. Um, even when we fly out to go somewhere, or when we fly out, we, we got a tradition where we have to have Merlot. And how do you pronounce it there? It's called Merlot. 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 So, so, to, Merlot Merlot. so listen, I don't know how y'all pronounce it, but I know it's Merlot. But um, so for some of the non-bougie non people, we say Merlot. So we on a plane, and one thing we do when we get on a plane is we always try to get our little sip on. And um, we get us some class of Merlot, you know what I mean, before we take off. That's our tradition, so. And uh, I think I passed that tradition down to y'all, too, so, you know. Yeah, but helps. I love it. It helps with the anxiety. It helps. So, anytime you're on a plane, you got a little anxiety, a little scared to fly, get you a nice little glass. Someone see, well, hey, hey, excuse me. Can I get a glass of, can I get a glass of Merlot? <laughs> If you, if you say, let me tell you something. <laughs> a glass of Merlot. Look, we got a whole show to go. Listen, man, but I'm telling you, if I get with them, listen, man, you want to tell the story? <laughs> Look, tear is just itching for y'all. <laughs> the crowd wants it. You want to tell the story? Go ahead and tell the story. Guys, so we're on our way to Atlanta for the hair show. Uh huh. We're going to Yeah. Mm. And uh, to we had, went to the bathroom. So, me and mom got our glass of Merlot, 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 whatever Merlot. you want to call it. And Merlot. We ended up getting you one, but we was like, we're going to hide it. We're going to act like we didn't get them none. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. Now, I'm back in the bathroom, and they done ordered the wine. And I'm like, without me, without me. So, we're going to act like we didn't even get them none. You know, we hit it to the side or whatever. And I took so a long. You, you was taking a long time. Like, damn, you take the deuce or something? <laughs> 
So let me let, now I'm gonna tell you real quick. We go right. So when I went to the bathroom, I used the bathroom, and then I came back. But they were serving, so that's probably when y'all got your wine. So they were serving in the aisle. You know what I mean? But the the um the stewardess came up to me and say, if you don't mind, you can sit and take these seats. And when I looked at the seats. I was like, man, with nobody in these seats, I'm about to put my legs on. It had leg room and everything, so it was one of those seats that had plenty of leg room. So I said, you know what? Forget them. I'm gonna sit on back here. <laughs> so while I was sit back, while I, so I sat back there, and she came right and said, um, which I don't know, and she said, um, did you want something to drink? <laughs> See what I say, y'all? I said. Let me get a glass of Merlot. <laughs> so I got me a glass of uh, wine and I sat there for a minute. Now they up there waiting for me. Go ahead. Yeah, we up there waiting. I'm like, dang, you taking a long time. So dang, we sipping, you know, it's, we in. I'm in the back sipping. I'm in the back sipping. <laughs> so I was like, here he coming, he coming right now. So we look and we, <laughs> we about to show him our glass, but he already had it drinking his hand. He's like, what's up, man? <laughs> 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 I said, what's up, nigga? You ain't gonna leave me. You hear me? Let me tell you something. I stay ahead of the game. So I already had my wine right up there. And you know what? They try to order stuff before me. But listen, man, y'all crazy, man. So we try. We try. So I, you know what? We, we always have a ball. And let me tell you, on that flight to Atlanta, and our our um whole plan is to let's just take get a little buzz, take the edge off, you know? Man, by the time we landed to Atlanta, we were tore up. Like, I think we laughed the whole flight, and next thing you know, we landed. We landed? We got a couple more miles. So that's the story. So that's our little wine story. You know, when we talk about wine, we get excited. So even after the show, we probably get us a bottle, crack a bottle up. You know what I mean? So, ladies and gentlemen, again, welcome to Cuts Cowboy Coffee, man, along with my ride or die, Tia Marie. And we got a couple things to talk about. It is just us today. We wanted to spend this time with just us and you and without any um guests we love our guests man i mean last week we had uh cheryl flag and uh cheryl flag and uh michael flag yeah. they was just dope they did just dope people right yeah, yeah. They love yeah. Them. so many people hit me up and said the same thing so many people hit me in my inbox say you know what I, I love um i love cheryl and mike man and where they're shop at and yo and then a lot of people know them too so a lot of people yeah that's my people and that's my people so <laughs> Um, but they did a wonderful job, man. Um, prior to that, I think we had Blake on the show. Yeah. Um, that's one. Then Kevin Turman, who kicked it off. Mm. Um, did I miss anybody? We had a couple of shows so far. We had Sean. And then we have Sean, Sean the Barber. So freakishly awesome. So yeah. And that was four people. And here we are at show number five. So we want to thank all the guests, man, that have been here so far. We got a couple more guests that's coming up. Um, a couple people I'm stalking right now. You know who you are. <laughs> I'm stalking you guys, so I want to get you on the show. So we ask a couple questions. Just, I like to have um, just good people. That's about greatness. That's about positivity that can, you know, contribute to our culture. And then they got a message. You know what I mean? A lot of people got messages. We hear so much negative going on, all this stuff. But at the same time, we got a lot of people that's doing some great things out here that can contribute to our culture. So, first up on the list, we got our COVID update, COVID-19, and we're going to get, you know, it's going to be a little roller coaster today, so bear with us, um, but we're going to go ahead and get through this show. Okay. So, COVID-19, what we got for the statistic, just so you know, as far as America, t- statistic in the U.S. Yeah, so we have one million. Whew. Uh, one million. Four hundred and four thousand nine hundred and sixteen yep. uh, cases. Yep. But the death toll is 83,000. So there you go with 1,400,000. 
four 916 cases and trust me it's still going and um and then the death tolls unfortunately it's like 83,000 and some change um the thing is um the numbers are going to keep going up you know what i mean i see a lot of people you know putting that you know fear out there you know what honestly it's a lot of people i mean a million is a lot and I'm not going to downplay the fact that millions are a lot and 83,000 is also a lot. And we cannot downplay that because that's someone's loved one, somebody's loved one. Yeah. We're not going to look at it and say, you know, that number is really, you know what I mean? I mean, I do understand the population in America is actually 300 million. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's the population of America. I know California alone is 38 million. I don't know if y'all even know that's in California. Um, but I don't never want to downplay it. Just these are small numbers. You know what I mean? The fact is that somebody lost their life and we got to do better. We got to do whatever we can to protect ourselves to make sure that we don't um, spread disease and actually stop the spread of disease um, for as COVID because this is something new to us. This is something that it's like a while, like we never seen coming. You know what I mean? And keep in mind, it's, I think it's new to everyone. You yes. Know, the government, people need to take this stuff into consideration. I know they just assume that everyone's prepared for it, but really it is new for every single body. Yes. We're just trying our best yes. to get through it the best way we possibly can. Yes, and in and, and, and the way we in the way it is now, it's like it's one enemy. You know what I mean? It's not two, it's not a bunch, it's one enemy that's against all of us. Yeah. This is all of us. This is the time for us to really to come together. That's why it's so sad to hear the stuff that we hear in the news. We're going to talk about on our main topic about the young boy, um, Ahmad Aubrey. We're going to talk about that. So we're going to be doing our research and stuff like that. So we'll get to that. Um, but it's just so much going on with us and trying to make sure we get paid bills, make sure we stay healthy, make sure we get in the right funding, make sure that we're safe and around our loved ones. And look, we have to pull together. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I can be a voice of reason, a voice to say, listen, y'all, we really have to stop what we doing and really pull together we got to stop bickering with each other and find out how we can help each other because you never know what's coming down the pipe i always tell my family that uh one thing about life it will throw your curveball you know what i mean and your job is to be prepared for that of course preparation meet opportunity equals success sure. opportunity is going to come to everybody but your job is to make sure that you are always prepared but not just for the opportunity but be, be prepared for the curveballs rather than to get your money you have to get your health up that's a yes. very very important more important than money you want to get your health up and one thing health up and that's one thing about us we do work out and we try to you know drink water and and, and being though that my wife your mom is a trainer it does help it can Contributes to the family. One of the most important things that we can contribute is our health. Because guess what? We all want to be around for our grandkids. You know what I mean? We all want to be around. So take care of your health, number one. You know what I mean? Build up your immune system. I see a lot of people doing things. Um, shout out to all you guys that's trying to educate us on the health for us, the food, the ginger shots, the thing. I see it. I'll pay attention to everything. But those things like that help our community and, and, and abroad, you know what I mean, pretty much. So those are the things that we just got to really uh, be mindful for our health, um, our money up. Make sure you're saving up your money and not spending all your money on a bunch of bullshit. You, there's time out for that, you know what I mean? Get to the point that you can buy bullshit. You know, I heard a rich guy say, I wanted to get rich so I can buy bullshit. I was like, wow. Yeah, you know what the bullshit is? The bullshit. cars, the clothes, even the houses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in this Grant Cardone, just so y'all know. And I'll follow him. And, you know, I don't agree with everything that everybody says for these speakers. I do the research myself. But that was a very pointed part where he said, listen, I want the money so I can buy bullshit. Later for that bullshit. Not right now. Get your money up. Stack your money up. Get into stocks. Get into investments. Get into owning your own business. And start having those multiple streams of income. You know what I mean? So, thank you. So, when times come like this, you can be ready for that curveball and say, you know what? I wish I could go back to work, but since I can't, I'm still good. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Right, right. I just, he preaching. <laughs> no, but now, Pastor D going, listen, boy, you already know. You got your service from me, boy. <laughs> but anyway, so COVID cases, we already know what that is. And just so you know, New York and Jersey is actually on. Um, at the top of the list so we keep them in prayer you know what i mean and you know um delaware is getting better i will say that uh along with that delaware is going to open up beaches oh i didn't know that delaware is going to be one of the um, places to open up beaches and we're going to talk about another thing we're dealing with that's connected to covid too before i forget but delaware is open up beaches by memorial day weekend some of y'all may be with it some of y'all may be against it but a lot of states around are starting to open up the beaches you know what I mean? For people to go out there. The weather's changing and all that. I'm right. not impressed with the weather yet. I think tomorrow will probably be our hottest day here. Somewhere around the 80s. Something like that. But for the most part, Delaware is on the open up beaches and stuff like that. So, of course, on Cuts Convo Coffee, we're going to try to give y'all guys the information to keep y'all up to date. We don't just want to be on here talking about the silly stuff and all that. We want also want to educate you on what's going on. So, with that being said, one other thing I wanted to, um, we amended our list was the new disease that attached. It's a new strand that's um, supposed to be attached to um, COVID, uh, possibly a, a new strand. Possibly and attached to COVID? To COVID, yeah. New strand possibly attached to it. They're doing the research now, but it's affecting children. So keep in mind that. Um, I think they even have a name. So you guys know the name. Go ahead, type it up. I can't really see what y'all typing. I'm sure they probably is. Um, but it's a new disease or something like that. And I think it's called Kawasaki. I think, the disease, I think that's the name of it. A new disease. So y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but pull it up. It's a new strand, but keep in mind, keep an eye on your children because it has the same kind of symptom, uh, sore throat, fever, um, abdominal pain. Uh, they have one kid. Uh, nobody died from it yet. And I think probably around, yeah, I think probably about 16 kids or something may have had it or have it so far. And it is um, something that can be cured. I do. I did hear that. Meaning that they can get paid, they can actually beat it. You know what that's I mean? Good. So that's do, that is one thing that they did say about that. I think they mentioned it, mentioned it briefly on one of the White House briefings. Of course, our president didn't know nothing about. You know, he knew about it, but he didn't know what to say because he actually kicked the question out to somebody else in the audience. But one of the um, gentlemen stood up in the audience and was telling him about the new disease that's affecting kids. So keep an eye on your kids, protect your kids. You know what I mean? Because we don't. Again, it's one of the things where we don't know. No. We don't know. So, you know what I mean? So, it's better to be safe than sorry. But I wanted to put that out there just so you guys are aware. Um, anything else? It was something else. Uh, we got Oh, okay. So then we'll go on to the good news. We can go right to the good news. So the good news is um, a couple countries, Belize being one, um, who actually was, it's actually free of COVID. They had a couple cases, but of course everybody recovered from that. So now they're reporting that. I don't know how long it's going to stay like that, yeah. but it was just good to see the good news of some place in the world. Give you a little hope and say, you know what? It can burn out or pass through or once people get it and it's gone, it's gone pretty much. And I'm not saying that. Don't, don't quote me, y'all. I, I, look, a lot of you doctors, a lot of you scientists follow me. I'm championing the doctors right now because the doctors, they they on some other type of time where they speaking that truth. You know what I mean? If you didn't notice, a lot of doctors are coming out saying a lot of true things. So pay attention to the credible doctors. You know what I mean? Um, it's a lot of conspiracy theories on there. Oh, my God. And and some people might think I won, but with me, I'd like to start the dialogue. You know what I mean? I want to hear what you say. Go ahead. Even if you're wrong, say that. So what's it going to do? It's going to cause people to research. You know, everybody want to be right. And they want to prove you wrong. So at the same time, I don't mind if somebody put up something that, you know what, you feeding people the negative. No, they're not. No, because it's going to call people to research. And then somebody's going to comment. And everybody reads the comments. And everybody, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga wrong. 
<laughs> and that's how they be, right? They be like, that nigga roll, you hear me? And they can't wait. Ooh, I can't wait. Ooh, I just want to comment. Ooh, ooh, I just want to, ooh. He, it was a one. Oh, God damn. Like, yo, so people be doing that. Like, so I'm like, what in the world? But anyway, so it, it, don't get off, don't take it personal. When people posting stuff, so don't take it personal. It's not personal. They just want to put some stuff out there. Maybe want to start a conversation. Maybe they want to start dialogue. You know right. what I mean? And they probably throw this all out there. But thank God we got some educated people. I ain't going to say your names. <laughs> I want to so bad. But we got some educated people out there who know the truth, know some stories, and actually can come back and fight you yeah. know, those things and say, you know what, this is... And then it came at me a couple times. No, D, that's, that's fake news. Now, I swear, if y'all follow me, I try my best not to post anything fake. You know, right. but every now and then I like get a little something started. You know what I mean? <laughs> like starting something. All that fake stuff touring me posting about Michael Jordan. Shoot, I know I have to post something. I said it to him right on live TV. I know you watch it. Anyway, um, I just like a live TV. So anyway, so the good news is Belize is one of the cases that's showing that they are free. You know what I mean? For right now, so we'll see. Let's just enjoy the moment while they are. Um, next up, Carnival Cruise. Terry, you doing any traveling? You doing any traveling? Who's doing the traveling? I would love to. We'll mm. see. <laughs> we will see. Uh, Carnival Cruise will begin sailing August 1st. So, Carnival Cruise is going to begin sailing August the uh, 1st. Now, what you probably don't know, I don't even know if you even knew that, but they're going to start their cruise. At least that's the date that they put for right now. What you also don't know or y'all may not know is that they're actually having a special is $28 a day. $28 a day for a cruise. And I don't know if y'all, y'all like, I don't get damn free. I'm not, you know what I mean? Cause I know what you picture in damn. We gotta be on a cruise with our mask on and all that. Ugh. But you know, this is kind of like the new norm. Hate that word. Um, but it's a new norm where it's possible, but it's $28 a day. For $28 a day to go to Bahamas, huh? For twenty eight dollars a day, I wear a whole hazmat suit. I walk on the with the whole thing on for twenty eight dollars. They say it's cheaper to go on a cruise than to stay home. Twenty eight dollars a day. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. So, um, Carnival Cruise, and if you guys are into stocks and all that, um, they 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 a little fluctuating right now. But look, look at that hold up. But let me tell you, I, I'm into stocks and stuff like that, so I'm just keeping an eye on the stocks. Um, just so you know, you can see it. I think it was at $13. They dropped to 11, then they went back up to 13. But Carnival's Cruise is one of the biggest cruise line, if not the biggest cruise line in the in the world, pretty much. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's good to hear that they are going back, you know, out the seas and you know, just trying to. Just you know, trying. I heard somebody say, and I think he told me that, um, you know, we, we we can't stay in forever. We can't. We gotta get on out here. You know what I mean? So, um, big ups to them for taking the step. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go out in August. You know, we got, let me see, let me see what happens. Uh, September, huh? <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, we all gonna, let, let me see what happens. All over there. Yeah, how y'all doing over there? Yo, where you at? Did y'all make it? No, and that, that's how we are, bro. That's terrible. Cuss on coffee. This is what they say in the barbershop. Like, that shit, I ain't going over there, man. That, that was really cool. Man, who, man? They might, they, what if they get stuck? No, then they, they, they escalate. And the stories at the shop will start here, and then it's like, oh, man. Next thing you know, you, about, you up here now. Now it's like, man, you see what happened to Gilligan and them? You hear? Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? And we just like, yo, anyway. Woo. 
So I told you we got a lot to show today. And listen, man, I got a lot to talk about. But again, this is Cuss Convo on Coffee, man. We are 30 minutes in right now. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, on lo- let's, get, let's get up to the hots. Can I get a little, little hand clap for the hots? It's the hots, y'all. The hots. What we do each week is that we try to find some of the hot topics. We call it the hots, D-A-H-O-T-S, the hots. And we put those on a list of one of the hottest things that, you know, we everybody talked about all week. You know what I mean? Right. Some are up, some ups and some down. So maybe I can elaborate on some of these things. So what we got first on the hots list? Um, well, this one will be a down. Oh. Super producer, oh. Super t- producer Andre Harrell died. I think he was like 58 or 59. One of them. Yeah, young guy. For those who don't know, um, Andre Harrell was a music producer. Um, Uptown Records. That was my era. Uptown Records. Now you're talking, I mean, he had everybody. Heavy D. I Mary J. Block. Like all the people that Puffy pretty much had, and along with a couple other people, he had them first. Right. Because he was like the big brother to Puff Daddy, who also became like a father to Puff Daddy, and Andre Harrell was the man, you know what I mean? I dipped down in the music business, we used to hear about Andre Harrell all the time, and we just trying to make it to Andre Harrell because he was the puffy of that t- of that time. And if you go on YouTube and check out the Uptown video, please, if you got a chance, go on YouTube and check check out Uptown video with Andre Harrell, and you're gonna see something that you're gonna be like, wow. And you're gonna see all the artists he had, Father and C, Mary J. Blige, Heavy D, um, I think even Jodeci. You know what I mean? Jodeci, Jodeci might have been a part of that, or they was under, um, they was under rats about to be the next ones coming up because Puffy ended up getting with Jodeci. For those of you who don't know, Forever My Lady was written by Al B. Shore. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't know that, Forever My Lady. But he was one of the writers of, of that. So, Al B. Shore. So, I mean, Andre Harrell was just the man. Um, him and Puffy were, um, he was raising Puffy. And he got some great stories about Puffy and how driven he was, man. That's, if you ever catch an interview with Andre Harrell, he has some great stories about Puff. And I love Puff, you know what I mean? I know people think he's arrogant, cocky, you know, but they love Puff. At the end of the day, we love Puff. They, they say what they want. And we love his accomplishments. Um, and it was a rocky road with him and Puff at one time where he had to fire Puff. And if you check out any of the interviews, one of the interviews he just came out and said, I had to, pu- I had to fire Puffy so he could become rich. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Andre Harrell was worth 70 million back in that day. Like 70 million. But what happened was, it's like, and it's not saying it was Puffy's fault, but it's just one of the coincidence things where Puffy just got a little wild. You know, young boys started getting money, started getting popular. He was doing parties and stuff. But unfortunately, when he would do parties and stuff, people was getting shot and killed out. You know, like one of the oh, they fighting and shooting again. But he was like, man, every everywhere you go, it's just like problems. And then he ended up getting a, a, a movie role for Puffy. Um, a movie called Strictly Business, and he had a little cameo in there. Puffy had a cameo in the movie. So Andre Harrell, that's probably one of his first movies. So he wasn't just doing music; he was going over to mu- to movies as well. That's yeah, and he had got Puffy apart. Puffy was like, he's going to the office and just kind of like blow the whole spot out. He's like, oh man, this dude. You know what I mean? Then he end up Puffy end up punching one of the producers in the face. Oh, this too much. Yeah, he ended up one of the producers. Now, forget the brother. It was two brothers who actually was the producer of a movie, Strictly Business, and Puffy ended up punching one of them in the face. I got music stories, trust me, I tell y'all. And I'm, when I tell you, look this up, it's facts. So, he ended up punching a guy in the face, but Andre used to have, uh, and I'm telling you how driven Puffy was. 
So he's had uh, meetings like every Monday or something where all the people come out and say, all right, I got my new artist. So, you know, Andre sit back and say, show me what you got. And they might introduce Mary J. Blige. They might introduce whoever, Father MC or Heavy D, whoever it is. And if Puffy was in jail or for something for that little bit of time or something, he said Puffy would call from jail and put me on speakerphone. Yo, I got this new guy. <laughs> I got this new guy. He's coming out and he would actually pitch his artist even though he wasn't there. Like he was not going to miss Andre's meeting. So um, it's, a, it's just an unfortunate loss. Uh, I know Puffy and them got to be feeling it. Everybody in the music industry feeling it because what I understand is that Andre Harrell was a great guy. Like a really great guy. So, you know, our condolences to Andre Harrell and his family. Um, he's going to be missed. Um, we also lost another person, uh, Lil, Richard. Lil Richard. Lil Richard is kind of like before my time, but I do know about the wop, baba loo bob, the bop, bam, boo. <laughs> Trudy Fruity on Rudy. I don't know who Rudy is. I don't like that part. But <laughs> way things are now, I guess it would be fitting now. <laughs> but back in the day, Tootie Fruity on Rudy or Tootie Fruity Good Booty is the original lyrics, I believe, for years ago. Tootie Fruity Good Booty. You know, because honestly, little oh, no, Tootie Fruity Good Booty. Like, <laughs> But then he, something happened, he changed to Rudy, and I'm like, hold up, who's where Rudy? And you know what I mean? But anyway. <laughs> but at the same time, Little Rich is a legend. And yes. let me tell you, I don't know a whole, well, I can't say I don't know a whole lot because my mom used to listen to him. It was before my time. But let me tell you, Little Richard, they stole everything from Little Richard. When it comes down to rock and roll, Little Richard. He was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Li Oh, I looked it up. Ah. I had to do my little research because you know they in my era. But That's I right. I was interested. He was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, so they stole so much from Little Richard. And you'll hear rock and roll and all that stuff. And I like all types of music. But let me tell you something, man. Black folks contribute to rock and roll era more than y'all even know. Do you understand Jimi Hendrix? Do you understand Little Richard? Do you understand these dudes that actually... Invented rock and roll. Go to well when things get back to normal. Go to the museum. Down in Washington DC. Whole floor that will tell you everything you need to know about rock and roll. Wow. Let me tell you, down in DC. Mm -hmm. So get a chance check out the um, historic, the um, black African American historic museum. Let me tell you something. That black people, black people have contributed to rock and roll more than y'all know, man. I know we look at that like white folks music, and then let me tell you something, man. Them guitar riffs and all them stuff and playing guitar, nobody can touch these dudes when it comes down to instrument playing. Nobody on this planet. You know what I mean? So big up for Little Richard. Let's give him a little hand. For Little Richard, for contributing. We love Little Richard. Um, I just seen the episode with him on Martin. So that was funny. Oh, so that was funny. You know what I mean? You know, he said, shut up. You know what I mean? He did all that. But we love little Richard, man. So that was them, man. That was a little downplay that I tried to make a little, um, just a little bring light to the situation right. by bringing y'all history of some great African-American people that actually contribute to our, um, to our society, to our, 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 our culture. That's just unbelievable. And we cannot, you know, let this slide on the road. Andre Harrell, little Richard, man, we love you. And condolences and everything to your family. You already know. You know what I mean? So, next up, what was on the list of the hots? So, we're going to talk about the Erica Badu oh. and Jill Scott. Uh, I didn't say verses on purpose, but I, you know I don't like that. Erica Badu and Jill Scott. So, last week we were talking about the verses. And me and Trini got a problem with verses. We think it should be tag team or tag, not, you know. I was really 
comments underneath what? the video and the person like, why can't we just call it vibing? Vibing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? She got a point there. Let's just call it vibing. vibing. And you know why she said that? Because that was the way Erica Badu and Jill Scott actually um, presented it. You yes. know what I mean? Look, Kiki, like, I got to run the edge of a seat. <laughs> you know, I've been watching Barack, so I'm just chilling, taking my time, too. You know, I'm going to slow down. All right, look at her say, <laughs> I got people all in here, man. Y'all hear all this clapping and stuff. But anyway, so they had a vibe, man. And it wasn't, out of all the verses we saw, not that everybody was just going against each other and all that. I'm not saying that. Right. But they um, exemplified the, the vibe. Yes. They put the vibe out there. It felt good. Um, me personally, I'm Team Erica Badu. I'm sorry. I love Jill. Jilly from Philly. Now, we've not seen Jill a couple times. I've seen her in concert. She can give you money's worth. Now, I would go see Jill Scott first. Before, and I've seen Erica Badu. It's just sometimes during the concert, it gets a little weird. It's just, you know, like, like is, it, with, is it Roots in here? I don't know. What the, so, I'm looking around. I don't know. She, she a little, because she knows she's back to Africa, which yeah. is cool. But she go way beyond. I don't know. She, I thought some goddess or something going to come on stage. Like, man. And then she make this noise at the end of every song. For those who saw Erica. i seen Erica. I love Erica. Ooh, no one, no. Oh, it's just noisy. I don't know what it is, but she's so talented. She's so gifted. Uh, she sees she has that whole queen aura. Yeah, she oh, Erica Badu. When I and, and when she come on stage, right before she come on stage, she let the band rock out for a while. And you're like, is she gonna come out? Is she gonna come out? And when she come out, she said that vibe. <laughs> when Erica Badu come out, you hear me? <laughs> Erica is the queen Badu. <laughs> when Erica come out, she is the queen, man. So she, so that it wasn't about. Listen, we don't got all track. It's not about the live performances. We love them both live. However, the verses was really good. Yes, it was a vibe. People were enjoying it. I was watching all the comments, and the ladies were really enjoying it. That's my girl, and and this when you hear the music come on, man. You know what I mean? Like woo. It's like soon they start playing the music, like you know, mm, 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 mm. like woo, that's Erica, and it just takes you back where you was when they was when they came up with that song. They gave a little history of the song, even their relationship. They talked about that, and I remember when you came backstage, and oh man, it was beautiful. So if y'all didn't get a chance to check out the Erica Badu and Jill Scott uh, demonstration of great music, yes. go on YouTube, man, and pull that up. That was so that was good. That was really good. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and that's how you how you feel. I mean, did you really enjoy it? Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Like I didn't watch the whole thing, but let me tell you, you know, I don't know what it is since being on this little quarantine, but I danced to everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> and I was in the kitchen. Because you, you rested. <laughs> we well rested. That's not the truth. Like Yeah, it was good. You know, I mean the quarantine got some great points about it. It has a lot of great points. I mean, of course the well, the obvious stuff. I mean we're not working or whatever. But at the same time, I man, you get to um collect yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love the fact that I get to collect myself. I get to see what I really want to do, what I really like doing. Like, I didn't know I was going to do a podcast. Had, had I been working these 12 hours like I've been doing, I wouldn't be talking to y'all right now with my daughter. Me women here kicking in and laughing with y'all and having a ball. And I hope y'all sharing it. Make sure y'all share this too. Share this podcast. If you think please. it's worth it, please share it on your Facebook right now. Push that share button. Boom. And just say something about the show. We want to hear how you guys feel. Um, also, critiques and stuff. We're cool with constructive criticism. Tell us. Absolutely. Yeah. We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah, and we'll take it the good and we'll take the bad. Like, D, you all suck. Y'all don't like it. And wave their eyes. I'm cool with that, too. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Because you can't please everybody. You know what I mean? 
But at the same time, you know, I might get upset a little bit. You know, but we still coming back next week. <laughs> we still got a show. But anyway, make sure y'all share that. Um, put that share button. Um, who would you like to see here in the tag team versus? However you want to put it. Who would you like to see? Uh, who would I like to see? That's hard, Dad. Oh, uh, you got. I haven't even thought about it really. Like. Really? No. Did you know the question was on there though? You see that? Like, yeah, who would I, like I, to like, see? I, I still haven't had an answer. It's not. Look, type who y'all would like to see too. If y'all watching the show right now, type who you would like to see in the verses. I, we know who's coming up. We'll talk about that. Who you guys would like to see in the verses? Because that is a challenging question. Um, me personally, I want to see Beyonce and Rihanna go at it. Ooh. I want to see Queen B and the girl from the islands to go ahead and get a hit up. You know what I mean? How y'all feel about that? How y'all feel about Beyonce and Rihanna? Ooh, Woo! You talking about break the internet? I know a couple of y'all had a what well, they had a million five, a couple six hundred thousand five hundred. But if Rihanna and Beyonce go ahead, everything is huh? going to stop working. Jay Z and Nas. Jay Z and Nas. Ooh. Who? Usher and Chris Brown. See, oh my yeah, God. See, that's what we talking about. That's what we talking about. See, I'm glad to put that question out there because they, they see, they smart enough. They call, they put out the heavy hitters. Chris Brown and Usher. Nikki and Cardi B. Who? Nikki and Cardi B. They gonna start fighting on there. Oh, got it. Got the fight. Gotta separate the TV screens. But was it good? But was it good? But was it good? But wow, wow. That's some good stuff. Those are really good stuff. Um, who else? Um, somebody put down here Nelly and Muda. Oh yeah, before we get there, forget that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They next. <laughs> they next. They next. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. I also would like to see. Um, I would like to see some old school stuff. I like the female stuff because they seem like they're doing it right. Right. They just seem like so far. Um, Erica by doing Jill, Jilly from Philly. They represent it so well that it seems like you know this is how you do it. You know what I mean? So I also see. I want to see some old school stuff. I like to see Lauren Hill come back. Oh, yeah. I would like to see Lauren Hill play some of her old stuff and oh my god, I, don't, I think she only got one like album, I think. Maybe more than that, but that one classic album. It's just and you just let it play. Man, you know every song word for word. Yeah. Even the little talking in between. Oh my god. <laughs> so you think about love. Oh. oh my god. She educated you, yeah, you know what she I mean? Said stop she said stop trying to be like boys and be men. On one of song. Right. Woo! Stop being boys and beating and stuff like that. So let me tell y'all a story about Lauryn Hill. You know, like like story. So like let me tell you about Lauryn Hill. This is true. Everything I tell y'all when I tell y'all a story about music, it's true. So listen, pull up your chair, get close. Let me tell you about this story. I was in the music group. For those who know, I was in the music business. We was with everybody. Trust me, opening up for famous people, all type of stuff. And I'm in the studio, um, 444 Callahill Street. This was like in '90. Whew, 93, maybe 92, maybe. I don't know. But I was in the studio with my group. We're recording on the other side. We're recording in Boys the Men's studio. They're, um, they had a room over in Rough House Records. And their engineer was uh, Jif Hinger. So we were with Jif and stuff. So we're in there singing in the studio. Jazzy Jeff has another studio in Rome. So if Jazz is watching this, Jazz, 444 Cali Hill Street, you was over at Rough House Records, and he had his own little room up in Rough House, kind of where things started at, you know what I mean? Fuji's wasn't called Fuji's then. They used to call Fuji's the translator crew, and they actually got dropped from Rough House Records. Wow. I mean, when you get dropped from record, I mean, your record didn't sell, and you got dropped. Um, so what Dave Fuji did, went home, and actually created an album, I think it was a score then, into their 
um, into the inner basement. So they came up with the score album. Anyway, so I'm in the studio and we singing, you know what I mean? Me and my brothers and, and two other, uh, Dave and Arnold. So we, we in the studio, but it was me, Freddie and Dave was in the studio. Arnold comes and get me. Dare, come here, come here. So I'm looking, I'm gonna sneak out this studio session. Car studio sessions are so long, you've been there for 12, 14 hours. You know what I mean? And I thought maybe I don't know what's going on. So Arnold comes and get me. Arnold, what's up? I hope you're watching. Arnold comes and get me and say, You gotta come around here, man. This girl around here killing this song. So I goes around there. You know what I mean? We think we the bomb, you know, we got a little uh production deal, we got our music, we opening up for people, we just think we the the shit. You know what I mean? We just think we shit. So Arnold comes and get me. I goes around to this door. It's Jazzy Jeff room. We know Jazzy Jeff already in there. You know, we see him go by, go get coffee because we had the coffee machines out there, whatever. So we goes in there and listen, listen, listen. And I'm listening, and this girl is in there killing the song. Killing the song. Guess what? She was in there singing, strumming my pain with the finger, singing my life with this. I was like, this girl's killing me. Arnold out there, this girl killing it. And we're like, who is that? Who is that? Killing me softly, where is so? I'm like, this girl killing it. And I said, man, you know what that is? That's the girl from Sister Act 2. Remember the girl that did Sister Act 2? Because she was on Sister Act 2. Remember Lauren Hill? She was singing. And uh, I said, that's the girl from Sister Act 2. Oh, man, that's who it is. Man, she killed that girl the same. And we just go back around the studio like nothing. We think we the bomb anyway. Oh, that's the girl's sister. Man, that was Lauryn Hill behind the door with Jazzy Jeff working on her number one, probably most famous song in the world, wow. Killing Me Softly, by Roberta, Roberta Flack, who was the original singer. And Lauryn Hill was in there recording Killing Me Softly for the Fuji album, which sold 10 million plus records. Can you, yo, and let me tell you, that's just one of many stories that y'all gonna hear from me as far as the music business. But uh, shout out to Arnold Dorissette, man, who's actually doing great things with the community, with his church, and giving out food and giving out clothes. Um, and I think his wife actually got a book that's ready to come out, so we'll get her on the show. Um, but yeah, Arnold pulled me around the room, and I'm listening to this girl on the other side of the room, and it was Lauren Hill singing, Killing Me Softly. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So, I want to share that story with you guys. Um, what would be, oh, we got Beyonce. Um, so, who's next? You said it's here? Um, no, you said Nelly. Well, Nelly and Luda. Nelly and Luda. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny. If we if, if we could name, like, a couple songs for each of them, we probably couldn't even name all of them. Like, probably, we probably even name five. Maybe. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to do it because I know I can't. But uh-huh. Nelly and Luda, y'all want to see Nelly and Luda? Like, who who requested that? I mean, not that it's not bad. Who, who, who did that? So, you know. <laughs> I mean, I like them, though. You yeah. Know? I mean, so, I buy their album. So, Sean Anthony. Oh, oh, my God. So, yo, so y'all sitting out some good ones. Let yeah. me, we need to write them down. So, I'm going to go back to the show. I'm going to watch the comments so we can go ahead and write that down. Because Jaheen and Life. Jaheen, who? Jaheen and Life. Y'all playing. Y'all playing out there. Man, look, man, goodness gracious. Okay, so Luda, we're gonna go ahead. Luda and Nelly. We're not gonna elaborate on, on that too much. We're gonna talk about it when we come back next week okay. to make sure you know that they did their thing. You know, we want to support our brothers. I look forward to well, it. Well, we look forward to it. So yeah. Um, real quick on the news. Um, uh, Mike Tyson. Did y'all see Mike Tyson? Yeah, I saw oh, a little bit. Mike Tyson is. Did y'all see Mike Tyson? Like Mr. Beat. <laughs> Yo, Mike Tyson is still feared. Like, are we all scared of Mike? Yeah, like, real talk. No, let me tell you something. I can I can tell you another story about Mike. <laughs> Mike Tyson is like in top shape at 50 plus years old. I, I want to say he's 52. Y'all correct me. I know y'all type it up on there. Mike Tyson is practicing. Boom, 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 boom. His legs look good. His arms look good. His chest look good. He looks scary. He looks like some big pit bull that you would not or do not want to get in the ring with. And to this day, at 50 something years old, he looks amazing. 
You know what I mean? And of course he's shadow boxing because it's a little different when you got some punch thrown at you. You know what I mean? Because everybody, right. like Mike Tyson, I'm going to use his words against you. Everybody look good till you get punched in the face. <laughs> That's Mike Tyson's word. But he looks so good. He looks fit. He still, yes. we scared of him. Like, like when you watch, go on YouTube and you get a chance to watch with Mike Tyson. Just, just pull up Mike Tyson. That's going to come up. And you be watching, you be like, oh, oh. <laughs> You'll be like, this dude is he's like, killing it. Oh, he's killing it. So, um, shout out to Mike Tyson who's coming back. Uh, Randall Holyfield is coming back. Wow. You know what I mean? I even see Roy Jones working out, doing the bag and all that stuff. Wait, so, all these, yeah, yeah, I cut Roy. Oh, yeah, I cut Roy. Yeah, I got another story. I got a call one time. I was cutting hair and some, yo, D, what you doing, man? I need to cut Roy hair. That does say Roy. Roy was the champion of the um, world champion at the time. At the time, the world champion, I got a call. Yo, come cut Roy here. You know, when you world champion, you go by the first name basis. You know, Roy Jones. Where? Man, he up here at the hotel. Listen, man, I told him about you, man. Go ahead, Faith. Shout out to Brandon Lewis. That's my dog. Oh, I didn't even get to. Oh, I'll talk about that too. Brandon Lewis called me and said, D, come on, cut Roy here. I went up to the hotel. Actually, we was in Delaware. We was in Delaware at the time. I think it was in Delaware. Yeah, yeah. And we was going to a celebrity basketball game. I ended up cutting Roy Jones here. It was just so dope, man. He was a great dude, man. He gave me some workout tips. And he said, maybe I'll just hang with us the rest of the day. Maybe with the lunch, went to the uh, all-star basketball game with Roy, you know. We had an entourage. So that was cool. We all they had like four or five Cadillac Escalades, and it was it was during the time the uh, Yin Yang twins was out. To the window! <laughs> to the wall! To the wall! To the sweat run down! No! I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. Gonna... You think I'm gonna say that in front of my daughter? Y'all know the words. Yup. Y'all know. I'm gonna say it in my mind. Okay, I said it. No, anyway, but this mad and this one, the systems was out. So the system, everybody had booming systems, and here we come to the daggone arena. And Allen Iverson showed up. Oh my God, it was just amazing. So it was amazing time. So. So, um, Roy Jones is another one who actually is fighting, but Mike Tyson, man, is doing his thing, man. So, listen, we, are, um, we, got, we, we got so much to talk about. We got 10 minutes? We got only 10 minutes left, so we got to run this, man. Let's get to the main stuff. It was so exciting to get to so many great stories, man. So, I, I want to touch on this because it's so important, and we will be remiss if we don't mention this um, in our main topic. And it's about the uh, young man who actually got shot in Atlanta, Georgia, man, which is a, a really, really rough situation. Um, Ahmad Aubrey. Yeah. Um, the two guys said um they, they, they accused him of jog they accused him he was jogging and went into a house. He didn't steal anything. If anything, at the best, trespassing, which is actually a misdemeanor at, at that. Um, this was a situation, uh, we talked about this last week about, you know, racism and stuff like that and how it still exists and, and we look at the people, but there's also something that's more sinister and it's a system. It's a system of racism that, uh, and not to really bring the show down, but yeah, we have to talk about this situation um, yeah. far as my, and we did research, we did study, we watched videos. I even watched the video about uh, 15 times because I've seen a lot of people talking about it on um, Facebook and we all, of course, are um, hot and upset and we should be. We should be because this young man was profiled, you know what I mean? And it yeah. was a situation that was racially driven by some former cops, I believe, Yeah. who actually been on the fourth floor. 20 years and something like that. Um, they had relationship with the DA, so they kind of covered it up. You know what I mean? For those who know the story, check out the story. Um, they kind of kind of um, co covered this up. Um, and I know that, okay, he trespassed and he was running, ran from a situation, all that stuff, okay. But nothing like that's worth your life. 
It wasn't worth somebody's life. And I do know, and we all do know that if the shoe was on the foot, or if the fact that it was some white young bull, would they really post it up? You can't post up and pull up and gather your little posse and say, we're gonna make a citizen's arrest. I had wrote some things down, um, just so you guys didn't know. Um, and uh, it was just little things about uh, making a citizen's arrest. You can only make a citizen's arrest during the commission of a felony. You have to actually see somebody right. to make exactly. a citizen's arrest. The only time that you can really chase somebody down, if you actually see somebody really hurt somebody or kill somebody, then you can give chase in the state of Georgia because they have something with a citizen's arrest. But a citizen's arrest can only come if you are catching somebody in the commission of a felony. They did not catch this man in the commission of a felony. That's right. number one. That's number one. They're assuming. Um, and, you know, of course, um, they're going to try to play a self-defense role. We all know that's coming, right? But so I did my little research too. The thing about the self-defense is you can't call self-defense if you created the situation. Right, and they did. And they created a situation. It's against the law for you to posse up, grab your people, round up, corner a man, trap a man, and do all this. And things went a little left. And I wish um, Ahmad did do a couple more things that he probably shouldn't, you know, just be more safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, and then we'll talk about the other side of it too. And it's not not, not um, bad or negative, but I want to help my young black brothers to get home. Because at the end of the day, you got to get home. You got to get home. And I love my boy Calvin, um, that dear flowers. We always talk. We have great conversation. And, and I told him that I was going to mention this whole subject. He's like, Dave. If anybody can do it, you can do it, man. But listen, this, you know what I mean? It's a touchy, and I know it's a touchy situation. Um, but they had no right to corner this man. They had no right to call self-defense when, when there's a situation that they created. You know what I mean? Even if he got into a fight with him all that, you created that. You brought that on to you. And according to law, you can't call it, you can't call self-defense. Um, also, again, he wasn't committing a crime at the time. Right. He didn't have a TV in his hand. Even if he did have a TV in his hand, that's just stolen goods or something. All right, you know what I mean? Because it's different between robbery and burglary and all that stuff. Their house. And it's not their house. It's not their situation. Why would you go out your way to do that? So this is a very, very unfortunate event um, that happened, and it saddens all of us because it just shows you that this system. Um, because we wouldn't feel comfortable of grabbing our truck and calling our boys or calling our son. We could go get this white bull, man. And we just the thought of that. Because we can't. Because we can't do that. We can, I can't post up my pickup truck and say, man, we got assume that this young white bull coming down here and let, yo, get your gun and have your yeah. gun out. He coming down the street now. We're going to corner him off. Man, they would probably came out and try to shoot us. You know what I mean? Because that's the system that they feel comfortable. And then he was a part of the whole, um, the, the police, you know, force and all that. And then find out that he was supposed to um, register and go through these classes and stuff so he can actually make some citizens arrest. So he can still be eligible to do that. He wasn't even taking the classes. That's the Michaels. Mm -hmm. So the Michael, he wasn't even taking the classes to even the, uh, renew to make sure that, you know, an ex-cop can make a citizen arrest. Cause they probably can kind of like trust the judgment of an ex-cop. You know what I mean? Or something like, look, I'm an ex-cop. I know how these rules go. I know how things go. But he wasn't even taking the classes to, you know, reinstate that part of his life. So they took it upon themselves to take law into their own hands. And the reason why they did it because it was racially driven. Hands down, it was racially driven. Um, and it was unfortunate that this can happen. Now, on the flip side, I think I have a duty, my wife had a duty, to raise our sons. I mean, when it comes down, and it's not fair out here. And it's so sad it's not fair and it's not equal. It is what it is. We know we can't do the same things when we get pulled over. 
That's not a secret. You know you better hang your hands on right. a And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. But it is like that. You know what I mean? It is like that where you seen it in the story, The Hate You Give, where the young boy and the girls said, no, chill. And the dad had a conversation on that movie where he first came on. Listen, when you get pulled over by the cop and you gave him a third, your job is to get home. That's it. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to make you upset. They trying to make you upset. They trying to get a reaction out of you. They trying to get an emotion out of you. They want you to do a lot of these things. You know what yeah. I mean? So you have to use intelligence over emotion. I had a situation even with my own son where I had to educate him on, listen, slow down, slow down. I understand you're good. Now you're in good neighborhood and all that. But you got to be mindful that, and I ain't saying this respect. Yes, you have to respect. But you got to be mindful that they waiting for a reaction out of you. They waiting for you to jump. They waiting for you to reach. They waiting for you to take your hand off the steering wheel. They waiting for you to cuss them out so they can have a reason, Give me a reason. to not get your ass home. You know what I mean? So I just wish on that, and it's the flip side, that he just made little better judgments on certain things like, you know, whatever it is. Look, you, brother, intelligence over emotions. We got to get you home, man. We got to get you home. So unfortunately, that, you know what I mean? We just got to get you home. So to all my brothers out there, I understand. Look, we'll, we'll learn. We'll go ahead and take it. Okay, cool. Well, let me get your badge number. Okay, cool. Well, we'll do that. Okay, sir. We whatever. But then we'll round up our troops, get the right lawyers, get the right people, and we'll go back at them. You know what I mean? And we use their law against, against them. them. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what we have to do. We got to start using intelligence over emotion. Brothers, just calm down. We're good. It's only going to last for a couple minutes, a couple seconds. Yeah, we'll take it on the chest. We're strong like that. We done been through 400 years of all types of bullshit. You know what I mean? So we can take about five, 10 minutes of your bullshit until we can pull off and make it home. And then you say, get on the phone, mom. We need to do this. Get on the phone. They try to do this. Get on the phone. And we'll call the right people up and we go ahead and you call me up. It don't matter. We, I know the people to call. You know what I mean? Whoever. You know, just make sure that we get home so we can go ahead and fight this thing the Absolutely. right way. You know what I mean? Because there are people out here that don't care about you because of the color of your skin. And in 2020, it's unfortunate that we're still here. You know what I mean? So to see that and them to operate in the way that they operate and they handle the situation the way they handle it, it was just appalling. You know, to see that because you only did that because you can do that. You only did that because you feel security from a racist system that's been since the beginning of time that's still affecting us today and it's not right. So I just want to make sure I say that. Um, shout out to his family. We're praying for you. Anything that anybody can do. Another reason why we got to pull together intelligence over emotions. All the time. So I just wanted to go ahead. And I'm glad we didn't spend a whole lot of time on that. We agreed run out of time in a minute. We only got a couple minutes left. So I just want to share that though. I hope you all guys enjoying Cuts Convo on Coffee. Tira, what we got up next? Uh, I, we about to leave. <laughs> oh, we about, to, we about to get up out of here. Oh, well, my birthday little shout out. I got a little birthday shout out, man. My birthday shout out. Let me see who I got on here. Birthday shout out. George Brown, my little brother. Hey, shout out to George Brown, May 8th. Happy birthday. I know you're watching, man. So happy birthday to you, nice man. We love you. We, his brother named Muscle, the big brother, but with y'all a little inside secret that y'all didn't know that we used to call Georgie Bustle when we was little. Muscle and Bustle. <laughs> happy birthday to Bustle. <laughs> so you want to say that? Um, got a couple more minutes left. Oh, Give him culture tip. Culture tip. Culture tip is what we do for the culture. We make sure that you guys are educated on the culture. So the culture tip is investing. Make sure you invest and teach your kids how the economy works. And that's what we're doing right now. My kids are actually studying stocks and bonds and all that stuff and even retirement funds. So make sure that you teach your kids investing in how the economy works. Um, also, what else? Anything else? That's 
That's it. That's it. Shout out to Kenny. I can rock entertainment who produces my manager. Kenny, what's up, man? Um, also you can hit me up on Cuss Convo on Coffee Livecast, Derek D. Reed on Instagram. Um, I can rock entertainment and Tier Go let them know where you at. Tier Marie style. We about to close this thing. It's almost 8.30 right now. So I want to close it with my thought. You know, most people say when things get right, I'll make a move. But the reality is when you make a move, it's the boy D. Reed, Tier Marie. See y'all next week. Cuss Convo on Coffee. Yeah. Somebody said, damn, I gotta wait the next girl. We all. How you doing? Hey, you did so good. I love that. I love that. I like the last one. It's a, it gets better and better each time. It does.